Hey, welcome back to Alex's podcast. I'm Alex Larson, and today we're going to be talking about why people enjoy being scared. And you might be like, Alex, it is January. Why are we talking about being scared? That is for October only. No, this has been something that has greatly affected my life in a lot of weird ways that we're going to get into. But first, let's start about where we're at right now. So, Speaking of October, this last October, I went to my very first haunted house. I guess, okay, I guess it was my second, but this is my, my f- the first one didn't really count. It was kind of dinky. It, yeah, it didn't count. So this was the first time in my 19 years of life that I finally went to a haunted house. And I went over to one, it was called the Haunted Forest, just in like Salt Lake City kind of area. And I was absolutely terrified and regretting every second of it. Um, when, when you're waiting in the line, they have all the people who are just scaring you in line. And honestly, that was horrifying for me. And I was like, wow, what did I just waste $50 on? And But, you know, I took a risk. I was I was there with some running friends. And I, I was there for the ride. But... You know, as we start walking in, me and one of my friends, we just held on to each other because I physically thought I was just going to collapse over, like, panic that I was going to die and be murdered by some random psycho killer, right? And obviously, you know, they're not supposed to touch you, at least at this one. I hear there's ones where they touch you and so help me, great goodness, I'm not ever going to do that. And no I'm sorry I'm sorry maybe one no no I'm not gonna do that but that was the one thing keeping me going I was like well they may get really close to my face and make really funky noises but I can get through it so the first half I'm trying to stay in the middle with my friend and we're holding on there's like a group of 10 of us together and so I'm starting to realize like okay it's not so bad and the haunted house wasn't doing a great job with these jump scares. Like, I- I'm not going to lie. I-, I think they could have made it way scarier. But luckily for me, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't because I don't, I didn't at this point love being scared. But halfway through, I was like, you know what? I'm going to lead the charge. So there I was. I was like, make way, Alex Larson. Me, I'm coming through. And so I led the charge. And the good thing was the second half was honestly a little less scarier and I feel like maybe it's just you're kind of used to the whole vibe of okay I'm about to be scared is there someone there and it was mainly just spooky people and the spooky people didn't really get me as much it's more it's jump scares anything that hops out and pretends to slice your neck off is not it for me but I made it through and then finally one of the other kids in the group that was scared we brought him to the front had him lead and I mean, I will admit I did have it well because behind me were some like people in the group that were pretty strong, you know, they would take out the bad guys for me. They were like my little bodyguards. So and end of this end of the day here, I enjoyed it and I got out and I was like, actually wasn't that bad. And they were even saying like, if you're going to spend money to go to a haunted house, it's more fun to make yourself get scared than to just walk through it. And so they definitely helped me enjoy it more. But it made me wonder, like, why why do we like being scared? It's it's a weird thing that we do. And obviously there's the whole, like, oh, you get this adrenaline rush. But, like, there's so many other things we can get that from. Like, I'm serious. We can watch 
happy movies like La La Land. Actually, kind of sad in the end, but you know, we can sing along to Into the Woods or other movies that aren't musicals, but musicals are superior. Anyway, other ways to do it. We can go on a run. We can, I don't know, there ought to eat good food, right? So many other ways to just feel this rush of happiness, but maybe, maybe I'm thinking dopamine. Maybe that's not, is adrenaline only when you're like, fight or flight I don't know I just took psychology I I don't remember I'm sorry and I'm sure this is something like I, I should know but we're just gonna go with the I think there's other ways we could get the same thing out of being scared but today I'm gonna try to unprove what I'm saying here and try to figure out why is it we like being scared but more specifically how did I get to the point where 19 years later, I was okay with going to this haunted house because if you know me, I am really bad with any scary things. And we're just going to roll down in this history. Okay, so let's let's look back. Um, when I was little, I don't think I was ever surrounded much by scary stuff. Like, you know, I'm not sitting, we never really sat at home and watched scary movies. I mean, Unless you're counting, like, Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> I wasn't watching anything that was horrifying. And I don't think that was anything our family really enjoyed doing was watching scary movies. And so I never really grew up with it always there. I knew people watched scary movies. And listen, I thought, like, Ms. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children was actually a horror film. So, like, my definition of what is supposed to be scary is definitely way different than I'm sure what a lot of people have seen. And by the time I was in sixth grade, I still hadn't gone to any haunted houses, obviously, since I went to one when I was 19, and that was 12 in sixth grade. And lots of friends, every year, they would go to whatever it was called, like Field of the Corpse over in Colorado, and they would always go, and it just didn't sound fun. Like, scaring you you're crying I mean I would be crying I I thought but I made it without crying but I it just seemed more negative emotions and you're spending money than positive so I still I never really understood it and but then this is where the peak of wow I'm really really hate scary things came about so I'm in sixth grade and when I was in sixth grade I had this really cool opportunity to be in the children's ensemble of the high school's musical, which at the time was really cool. When you're younger, you know, you want to do things that feel more grown up and to be in the, the teenager's musical was really cool. And that year we were doing Les Miserables. I probably can't say it, so we're going to say Les Mis. And there were a few other kids in the children's ensemble, so it was always a lot of fun. But on the on closing night... We, me and the kids were all sitting in probably like whatever the choir room was, but you know, backstage somewhere and we were just talking and one of the girls who was probably just a year younger than me or maybe she was the same age as me, she started telling these scary stories and at first I was kind of laughing. I was like, oh, scary. Yay. (laughs) I love scary stories. And then all of a sudden... It, it kind of, like, I felt weird. Like, I felt like, oh, I didn't like that one. She 
Because she started telling stories like, she's like, no, these are true. And now that I think about it, I think that wasn't the only time she told us these stories. It was kind of throughout the process she would tell us different stories. I guess she was into crime. And so she was like, yeah, these are true stories. And when you hear that and you're 12 and you hear like, oh, this is true, this has happened to someone... I don't know. For me, it, it just, like, sent me through a loop. So, closing night. That night, I think there's a fun little cast party. I went for a little bit, and then I went home because I'm, like, 12, and they're teenagers. So, I went home, and I wake up the next morning, or and maybe it's just the next night, and I feel just terrible. I'm, like, sobbing. I don't know what's wrong with me, and other than I just can't stop thinking about the story the girl told. And I, I don't really want to tell the story because, listen, if it was this traumatic for me, I just don't want to don't want to tell you. So if, if you like scary stuff, just go watch, like, Criminal Minds or whatever. Is that what they do on that show? I don't know. I don't watch it. Okay. But it, it put this, like, dark cloud over me for a long time, which was a really weird experience for me because I never felt so scared and dark and dreary that for days and then weeks and then months I I physically felt like I was walking with this deep cloud over me and it it was like a mix of anxiety and just fear I remember specifically I was at a youth activity at church and you know it's church people are supposed to be happy people were happy right and usually the youth activities are in the evening so it's starting to the sun the sun is starting to set and I remember sitting in one of the rooms with other girls and we were making a craft and everyone's happy having fun and I just remember looking out the window and it just it slowly getting dark and I just felt so dark and like I was never gonna get out of this hole and it was crazy I don't know why this story set it off for me and I couldn't like babysit by myself anymore because the story kind of had to do with like babysitters and yeah I couldn't babysit by myself anymore I'd I'd always ask if I could bring a friend I'd be like listen we'll split the split the cost of your your pay and I'll bring a friend so that I can take care of your children and not be you know afraid of my abilities to keep your children safe side note why do we have 12 year olds watch children I don't know next 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 thing um so at this point really dark um and if you're concerned okay like my parents knew I think at this point I we'd found some therapist to help me out and it kind of helped a lot I mean I don't all I remember doing is kind of just talking through different exercises of how to get over anxiety but so it was refreshing but I, I I think there's such a stigma around having a therapist that it just felt really not good and the aspect like oh I have to see a therapist am I am I chronically ill right there's just that stigma there and you're it's definitely not like get get the help and you're not feeling good go get the help so at this point when I'm feeling terrible my mom would come and be like a parent helper multiple times a week so if you're in sixth grade and you're like why is Alex's mom always here probably because I was having issues and I physically just felt so dark all the time and could not recover from this traumatic story. Now the problem is, is I'm in this traumatic state of mind and I'm trying to like have friends and be normal, but 
I think looking back, uh, I was so sensitive and so anxious all the time that I would just fight with my friends and about whatever the dumbest issues were. And I'm sure they knew. They're like, this girl's crazy. Like, you know. And, but I think really it was just me feeling unstable and kind of putting it off on these people, which I feel really bad about. And it's one of those things where I'm like, do you ever just look back and cringe about yourself? And yes, I hope, I mean, I hope you don't, that you didn't make dumb decisions, but I do, I did. And, but that's the part of growing up. You learn things and you learn how to interact with people and you learn how you shouldn't interact with people and learn not to be sensitive and, you know, learn to just be kind to others. And even if people make you upset, you just keep it, keep it inside. Unless it's bad, maybe you confront, but right. Sometimes you just have to learn these things the hard way. And sixth grade was such a hard year. And I, it all for me, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but it all seemed like after the the day at the musical, I heard the story. It, it threw my life off. Um, and that's okay, right? Because sometimes things, things trigger things and you go through these really challenging moments. But the good thing was this kind of only lasted for a few years (laughs) off and on. It'd be like four or five months. Wow. I feel super sad and dark all the time why do I feel like this why can't it be normal and then I'd be like wow life is so great and I think it would just be little things that trigger it like one night me and my family were like let's watch a really good film and don't get me wrong this film is really good it's called the boy in the striped pajamas and if you've if you've watched it or read the book you probably you know it's a very sad story and it's about really traumatic events and I was like 12 also this is like sixth grade as well and that made me so scared because I I would have nightmares that I was gonna wake up and my neighborhood was enclosed with a fence and they're gonna ship me away somewhere and right and so so many things just I just kept being more and more afraid so I was like why would anybody like to be scared and yeah why I don't know but Let's flash forward to a fun little moment in the world's history, which Wikipedia refers to as the 2016 clown sightings. Now, the only other thing I'm going to say about that story I heard when I was in the musical sixth grade was it was about clowns or a clown. And again, don't want to get in the details, but you can imagine that clowns and Alex don't mix very well. So here we are, I think, so 2016, August 2016, this is, I'm in seventh grade, new to middle school, and let me just tell you a little bit what Wikipedia tells about the clown scare, which you might be like, wow, that's that's a weird time for us. Um, They said that the clown scare likely started because um, on August 1st in 2016, there was this guy, a filmmaker, who, as kind of a little stunt, posted these photos of a clown that was wandering under some like under a bridge and they released these five or so photos and they were like oh my gosh there are violent scary crowns clowns rampant in this country and so he kind of did it as a stunt for a short film 
And I think this this was in Wisconsin, so stay away from there. Just kidding. I don't I've never been there. Maybe it's fine. But as a result, the internet is very strange and it set off this whole clown scare in the nation, which is so convenient where if you remember that time of our lives, there would be all these news reports like clown sighting uh, two miles east of Wallaby Way, right? And so seventh grade me and my friends were like, oh my goodness, what are we going to do if a clown comes while we're at school? So instead of being a normal kid at recess and playing like soccer or wall ball, we wall ball, is that ball... You know, where you hit the ball against the wall. I think it's wall ball. Whoa. I need to play that sometime. That's a good one. But instead of being normal, we would sit there and just discuss what are we going to do if the clown comes from this angle and we're like, okay, if it comes from the east, we're going to run over to Office Depot and then we're going to call the police and call our parents, right? Like, would even and I think maybe some of it was a joke but knowing me I think I was genuine genuinely preparing for the end of times thinking I was gonna see this this clown and that was another thing I was like guys I hate being scared and you know what movie came out around I think it was 2016 maybe it was also the year after I feel like it was the same time because it kind of fit with the whole clown vibe but it came out, if, if you've, you know, Stephen King's classic It, and I was like, heck to the no, why are we willingly seeing this movie? And I, I still haven't seen it, I don't watch rated R movies, but I was like, why, why are we choosing to see this? And people were like, actually, it's pretty scary, and some were like, no, it's not even that scary, but I don't know who to believe, and I never understood that. I'm like, why are you willingly buying tickets to watch a horrible film that you're going to think about for a long time? Because let me just tell you, I didn't, I didn't even see the film. Okay. And for multiple months, again, knowing me after I saw just the trailer for it, I would avoid all the storm drains and whatever. What is the, oh, I think they're called curb inlets. But they're also like storm drains where the water flows in. I would avoid those because I was afraid there was some clown about to grab my ankles and pull me under, okay? Like, that's me watching the trailer. Or sometimes my brother, as a fun little joke, because he knows how much I hated scary things, he would show me, like, the trailer for the new Annabelle movie. And I remember he showed me and my friend Ellie that, and we were literally terrorized for a whole night, and we were having a sleepover that we had to sit and just like talk about anything happy or we went and watched a happy movie or something but and we couldn't sleep that night because we're like man someone is behind us and is gonna come get us yeah and this is still like 13 14 years old so at this point I know kids are going to haunted houses all the time on Instagram I'm seeing all our all the friends from school non for whoever all the acquaintances from school going in big groups to whatever the big haunted house is, like, 13th floor in Colorado, and I didn't understand it. So, let's, let's see where this took me next. Um, I think a few other factors that impacted why I never liked scary movies, and I kind of talked about this already, was 
growing up not doing that, you know, my mom would say that some of her scariest movies growing up was like The Wizard of Oz because she thought the witch was scary or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because of the guy that like kidnaps the children with the like stick thing, you know, or even Jaws. She'd be like, Alex, don't watch Jaws. You'll never set foot in the water again. And I still haven't seen Jaws. Like, is it that bad? Can someone tell me? Because I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared to see it. But here we are. And somehow someone convinced me to go to a haunted house. 19 years of my life not going to one. And I finally did it. And I don't think it it really wasn't anyone convincing me. Maybe it's, it's the whole, you know, it's my first year of college. And I'm ready to just try new things. And maybe... Also, me knowing I should be grown up enough to go to a haunted house. But it was kind of like, what's the term? term Deliberate? No, no. Um, The term for, like, being freed of... Ah, I can't think of it. But it basically was like I was controlling my fear and being okay with being afraid because I think my biggest thing is that I have been afraid of being afraid but the actual afraid part isn't that bad it's just I think it's going to be terrible and I think I'm going to have nightmares for a long time because of all the things that happened when I was younger about the months and months of me not being okay because of these dark things and these dark thoughts and and but now it, it really just doesn't affect me as much anymore like I've seen a few more scarier movies again I don't watch the any of the rated r ones but there's still like plenty of scary movies like quiet place or I just watched the (laughs) scary stories to tell in the dark which is which actually isn't that scary so don't come at me for being like Alex it's not that scary I know it's not or quiet place like I started to understand the place for it and it kind of brings me back to is it Carrie Underwood or no? It might be Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> yeah. Who says, um, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think it's the whole, when you do things that scare you, you actually are showing yourself that you are stronger, right? Like I was actually reading an article, an article from like 2013, uh, by the, some, someone from the Today Show. And she was basically saying, that when we face our fears, you have a new confidence that you can do whatever because you're stronger, you made it through a very stressful situation, and now you know, like, oh, I was able to do that. I can do hard things in my life. And so I do I do think now that there is a place for scary things, and I think it is okay to be afraid every once in a while. And knowing my history with fear and what it's done to me, I do tend to avoid it, but I have noticed that it's it's okay now. Like, I can do it. And so I wonder if this is just something <laughs> that I deal with. Am I just, you know, trauma up? Or is everybody kind of reached a point where they've been okay with scary things? You know, maybe it just deals with your family, how you're raised. Maybe it deals with your friends. I don't know. So... Someone's got to tell me, but there's one other aspect of fear that, and being scared, that I do think it's necessary. Because if we didn't feel scared, we would probably die. Because being scared 
keeps us safe as well. Not only does is it an adrenaline rush, we don't we learn new things, but there's some circumstances where it's like, you know what, that that yeah, that kind of saved me. For instance, let me just I'm just pulling up. I wrote down some <laughs> moments in my life that were genuinely scary, and I just thought I would share because there's reasons why I think I'm scared. It's because I don't want things to come true in my life, and these are some things that have come true. So, um, let's see. One time I was driving one of my friends home. I think there were three of us in the car. It was me, my girl Ellie, and Mary Lou. Uh, we were driving in car and it was dark and we get to a stoplight and there's just a man standing there with like the biggest grin on his face and it's it's dark it's like 10 or 11 at night biggest grin on his face I I think I remember him wearing like a blue sweatshirt or something just like dark clothes and pants and he's standing there like a statue and we were at that light for a minute or two and he did not move like the grin stayed on his face who no that was horrifying and i I think we even had like a video somewhere where we're actually screaming like whoa bro no and so that was kind of horrifying we're like why is he there and then when we we drove back that way because i had to backtrack for my other friend he was still there i don't think he was still in the same position i i I won't say that he was not in the same position so it had been like 15 minutes but he was still just there and I hope he's okay because he's a real person, but it was it was horrifying. Uh, along the same lines, another time driving that similar route because we drove that route a lot. Me and Ellie were driving back to her house again, and we noticed this car is coming up really fast behind us. And again, it's like ten or eleven at night, and it's the brights are about to crash into my car. So I just I'm like you know I'm just gonna turn right here. And it's a way I don't normally go. I'm going to let them pass because I don't want them riding my behind while I'm going this way. And I turn right. And they turn right with me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, why are they following? Because it was very clear. They didn't have like a blink run before. It was very clear that they had followed me. And so then I'm just, I'm, I'm flooring it through this neighborhood. And they're following everywhere we're going. And finally I turn left and I speed my way down and there's a busier road, and right when they see that there's a busier road, you see them pull over and stop and turn around. So, I don't know what was gonna happen, but my heart was, I would, my heart was rushing. I didn't, I don't know. I did not think I was gonna get out of that situation. So yeah, the fear. I think. I mean, maybe nothing bad would have happened, but you know, when my original goal was to just get out of the way, but then when someone's chasing you, it's like, well adrenaline rush let's get out of the situation and we did so that's all that matters and one last little fun scary story uh and none of these are obviously i've I've not experienced like murders and great things like that but not great i'm sorry that's very no no i take that back insensitive um but one time and some people have probably heard this story before but it's it still blows my mind to this day. One time, me and a few relatives, my grandma, my parents, we were walking down in Boulder, Colorado. We're walking around the little outdoor mall there, and we get, we get some dinner. You know, we look in the stores, 
and it's time to drive back home. So we were walking back to the car and the sun is pretty much set. It's starting to get pretty dark. And oh, another detail about this was as my grandma was there, she she was still able to walk well, but we brought her a wheelchair in case she did get tired so we could push her around. And so she was just kind of pushing the wheelchair kind of like to help her stand because she didn't want to be sitting and pushing around. And so we're almost to the car and there's this guy, he, he walks up, he kind of like walks really weirdly around my grandma and he sits in her wheelchair. She, he sits in her wheelchair. He's wearing like these headphones and, um, I don't know. He definitely was probably drugged up. Like there's something crazy going on. Cause then my grandma (laughs) starts to like, she's like, shoo, shoo. And she's flicking her hand at his neck. And so he stands up and looks at my dad and goes, bro, did you you just hit me? And my dad's like, no, no. And all of a sudden it happened so fast. He's yelling at my dad, like, oh, you want to die tonight? You want to die tonight? And he starts punching my dad and my dad's just holding him back. The guy grabs my dad's glasses and throws them somewhere in the bushes and he's punching my dad some more and I am just sobbing because I'm like, is my dad about to just like be, I don't know, killed on the streets of Boulder, right? And so there's this fight going on and finally my dad like grabs him by the, the, his shoulders and bull rushes him into the bushes and granted my dad is like he's very tall and this guy was shorter skinnier so it didn't probably take that much but he he threw him into the bushes and then all of a sudden the guy he just stands up and walks away like no one else's business so you know these are examples I feel like you don't see in horror films because they're not suspenseful they're just they're just kind of wild, I think. <laughs> um, and yeah, my dad, he was okay. Like, there was, he didn't, no major damages um, other than the loss of his glasses, which was tragic. And yeah, the police found the guy, but I don't think they charged him with much. You know, I, it's one of those things like everyone is going through something. And I think they, I, yeah, I don't really know what the outcome of that was because. I'm a kid and parents keep that from their kids. It actually wasn't that long ago. That was like my sophomore year of high school. So I was probably 15 or 16. But yeah, I mean, those are some scary things that have happened. And the thing about those is because they happened, like I'm not traumatized by them. It's more just like, yeah, they happened. They were scary and I move on. But sometimes with these stories, you think about them and they they get more real than things that are actually real. So, I don't know. What is my point here? My point is my view on scary things has definitely developed a lot over time. Used to be hate them. Now I actually kind of like them. I see their place. I appreciate them. And while you'll never catch me watching some like demonic, I don't whatever um I, I will watch a scary movie, and I might even go to a haunted house, but 
I will. You will never catch me. You will never catch me at a clown circus-themed haunted house because that would actually be the worst thing I've ever experienced. And maybe unless you want to pay for my ticket five times. No, five. How much money? I want a lot of money out of this. Unless you want to pay me a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know if the fear is worth it. But maybe, maybe if I got through it, I'd be okay. But yeah, I won't be there. But as I've grown up, I've come to appreciate being scared. And I hope you do too. But also make good decisions and maybe don't put yourself in weird places that (laughs) weird things can happen to you. But, you know, a little scare once in a while. A little movie ain't so bad. Thanks for listening to Alex's podcast. This has been another episode about why we enjoy scary things and i hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed listening to why i'm actually not normal and please listen again next time bye